Everybody back to the Stabcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Mindy. And we're here for a very special episode to talk about the top ten Freddy Krueger kills. Yep. Top ten Freddy Krueger kills and top ten moments. Maybe. Do you have enough time? Yeah, that might be another episode. Yeah, that might be another episode. Alright, so um everybody that was watching us on uh TikTok tonight or whatever, we apologize. Something went wrong and whatnot. Yeah. But we're here. Fuck it. We're, we're here back. for the pod. We're here for the podcast. So <clears throat> hopefully y'all are listening. And if you're not, hopefully y'all listen later. So we're here for the Nightmare on Elm Street series. We were going to talk about it a lot this summer. We've done an episode here and there sporadically. But we're here to talk the top ten Freddy Krueger kills. Uh, this is Robert England brought this character to life way back in the day in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. And ever since, he played it with uh, such intensity, and there's been iconic kills. And also, there's a couple kills in the remake that might make our list. And also, I would like to share a little bit little bit of horror history with you. Just a little bit. Yeah. The second Freddy Krueger movie almost did not have Robert England in it as an actor. Robert England wanted more money. Yeah. They couldn't afford more money. So in the beginning of the second movie, when you see just the shape and the arms contracted yeah. going out, that's not him. Really? That's not Robert England. That's his son after. It's different arms? Well, no. It's prosthetic arms, but it's a different body. Yeah. It's a different man. <clears throat> they didn't think that it was going to be Freddy. Well, Robert England. Holy shit. They thought they were going to have to replace them. Yeah. And also, for all y'all out there that said that he didn't like the 2010 remake or whatever, and that he hated the guy that played him, that's not true. He thought that it was really scary. He loved that they, that they put the scare back into it. And he thought the guy that played him was very creepy. Yes. And for anybody that watches this show, you know, the one thing we love about the horror genre is the kills. Yeah. And uh, racking up. So... This one will not be the only top ten we do for a horror icon and uh, Ghostface kills, Halloween kills, the et cetera. We have a lot of new stuff coming. Yeah, and a we will and we will do Nightmare on Elm Street moments later down the line. Yeah. So. But uh, for this one, we're going to do the top ten Freddy Krueger kills. I'll start. All right. I got my number ten is a very special one from uh, Dream Warriors. All right. It's uh, Jennifer in the TV. It's prime. Oh no! Go ahead, explain it. It's prime time, bitch. Uh, it's one of the best quotes he's ever done. It's like an iconic, funny one. It's when they kind of started getting a little more humorous with the series. 
And Jennifer, who always wanted to be on TV and be a TV star, got well acquainted with the television in ways that she never thought she would when he smashed her face into it and yelled, it's primetime bitch. So it's an iconic kill for many reasons. And uh, it's like a simple but fun and his quipping kind of makes it what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's been iconic face smashes in horror before, like uh, Stu with that TV and stuff. But yeah. this one is a favorite. This favor one was special. Yeah. Um, my number 10 has to be, just because the only reason this isn't number 10 for me is because as much as I love it, I know a lot of people are going to be like, wait, huh? Yeah. But this is actually from Dream Warriors, the third one. Yeah. And this particular scene is the Lisa death scene and Lisa has asthma mm. and Freddy Krueger sucks actually I believe it's the fourth one this I is on my list too yeah. he sucks the life out of her and since she was just dreaming in real life she's having an asthma attack yeah and yeah she needs her demise but I thought that was really cool I also thought when I was a kid that that was really scary because I had asthma. Absolutely. So, I mean, <clears throat> that's why it's on there. I mean, honestly, it's not a total iconic kill. It's a fun one. But it's a fun one. It's on my and list later down the line. I'm going to save my comments. That's like a want of suck face. Yeah. And so. That yeah, was, that that's a cool. good one. It's definitely a good one. It's, it is on my list. Uh you know what, I'll just get into it now, and then I'll switch, switch out the other one. Because Sheila is, it's an iconic one. I, I know it's not thought of with some of the greats, but the hand coming out of the paper to me is badass. Mm-hmm. The way she does it, and the way, or the way he does it, and the way the, and yes, the making out and shit's a little weird because she's a kid and shit, but the fucking, the air coming out of her body and then like the practical effect of that was kind of badass. So I think that is like a, it, it is a fun kill. It, it is. does have to be on the list. Yeah, definitely, definitely very fun. Um, eight. Yeah, what's your number eight? All right, my number eight is Nancy's husband from. Well, not Nancy actually. Sorry, I'll call her by her real name. Heather Langenkamp's husband on the way home from filming a new Freddy movie. In yeah. your nightmare. Yeah. When the gloves get them from the behind the seat and up above his butt. That's yeah, a bad that one. Was, that was a good one. Yeah. That was, that was a really good one. Because that was easily seen as, like, a straight-up, like, homicidal suicide. Like, that was, like, easily he got away with that one. Yeah, he fucked him up. Yeah, and, like, at some point, too, I want to talk to Daniel about this. I do want to do some horror history on Freddy himself. We will. We'll do a Freddy retrospective. Because find a lot of shit about him. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know real quick, Freddy was actually a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven had a nightmare about Freddy. But here's the thing that a lot of people don't know, that Wes Craven read a newspaper article before he went to bed that night about an Indian tribe that were dying in their sleep. And he went to bed and he had a nightmare and Freddy was born. A lot of people don't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So had he never had that nightmare, 
Freddie would have never existed. Jesus. Isn't it crazy how some of the best art comes? It, it really is. I mean, I have tons of stories like that. We'll have to do a show where we do all those stories because we have. We will. We'll do a Freddie retrospective. We have. I well, not even Freddie. Like for all movies, I have a bunch of history stuff. But all right. So Daniel, what's your eighth or your seventh? Uh, eighth. eighth My, I think it's eight, right? Yeah. You went first. I yeah. just did eight. Yeah, something like that. All right, so seven. I got Carlos with the knives on a chalkboard and Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Oh, God. Just because, and even though that one's a little, like, I guess the you could say the franchise, not running out of steam, but it was starting to get, you know, there's a reason this was supposed to be a final one, even though I guess it wasn't. (laughs) But it, it, uh... It's an iconic one. It's one that I've known about ever since I was a kid. Like, I remember, like, the first time I'm hearing Nails on a Chalkboard, I hear that reference from you. Like, as, like I heard the thing before I, I even knew about Nails on a Chalkboard. I saw this. So I was like, oh, shit, that sound is terrible. And it was used <laughs> to kill somebody. So I thought maybe it was, like, a murderous technique before I even just knew it was a bad sound. And it was... The way he fucks with the dude's hearing aid, it's it's not even funny. It's, like, just kind of gritty and scary, and it's, like, it's fucking with... Carlos is a good guy, and it's kind of sad, and it sucks, and, you know, it, it, it's a good one. It's a really good, brutal kill, so that belongs on the list. It is, and I'm going to actually go back to Dream Warriors as well. Um, Dream Warriors, if you haven't noticed, is my favorite. Yeah. And Dream Warriors, they have a very particular kill that I absolutely love because I think that it is just very, very well done. So Freddy co-hexes his way into this kid that sleepwalks. So Freddy is a sleepwalker. So therefore, Freddy is able to take over this child's body and make him move. He took him to the fucking roof of the psychiatric center and had him jump in front of everybody. That's fucked up. Yeah. And no one knew what was going on besides Nancy. Because Nancy turned into a therapist who was in charge of their treatment. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And that was actually one that Wes Craven directed as well. Because he didn't direct all of these. He directed a a large chunk, but not all of them came from him. Yeah. I do know that. That's fucked up. But he is a mastermind, though. He's a mastermind. Absolutely. All right, ready for my next one? Ready for your next one. I got Dan from The Dream Child from Nightmare 5. Oh, Dan! Poor Dan with the motorcycle. He made it out of the fourth one. And uh, that's what I love about the series is you have characters that live on and they get fucked up in the next one. Exactly, because it's so not heard of, especially in 80s horror. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. So Dan got destroyed bad, and he, he fucking, the, mortar, the truck just... Or it just fuses with him, the seatbelt and everything and the wires and shit, and then his flesh just tears apart. It's a real brutal body horror, kind of what the franchise is known for and a good one for late in franchise. Yeah, and speaking of body 
or this will be my sixth one. Um, it will have to be. I don't. I, I I forgot her name, but in the third or fourth movie, there is a young lady who really enjoyed working out. She was obsessed with being fit. So Freddie, like, starts like screwing around with her exercise equipment. Yeah. And, like, making jokes about it and stuff. And then he turns this poor little girl into a cockroach. Mm. Puts her in a cockroach motel. And squishes and that And squishes bitch. it. Yeah, that was fucked and up. And it was so fucked up. Because, like, it's like she got fucked with for a good, like, eight minutes. Like, normally a Freddy kill is, like, two, three minutes past. That yeah, that was a like that was a long one. Like, and in my research and watching other videos and stuff for this, I, I like a few people were like, "Why do you have to go that far?" <laughs> like, it's like he really but went out I of his way to fuck with her. That far. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but they just hadn't done it before. Yeah. Now, had they keep going that far, I would have been, I would have gotten a little tired of it. I would have been like, "Come on, guys, let's go." But since it was so well done. I enjoyed it. I completely agree. My number five. We are now in top five territory. Top five. We have my boy from the Garfield movie. I forgot the actor, but Spencer from Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Just a slacker, stoner vibe, like hangout dude. That's just awful. And he looks the, the part. I love him in Franklin and Bash, too. He's a fucking great actor. Is that the TV one? Yeah. Um, Dick. No, I, no, yeah, it's the video game one where he plays. Freddie like has him. It's a comical, funny one. It's not the scariest one in, in the series for sure. Okay, he's uh, Freddie playing NES. Yeah, Freddie's playing, and he's putting on the super glove and shit. And there's a few different nods to Nintendo, and like the fanboys could listen and go like, hey. yeah. And but him like having his dad beat the shit out of him in the game was just like fun little kind of brutal touches to it that made it a good kill. And then at the end, just really destroying them. So I uh, I thought it was a good one. What's your number five? My number five would have to be from the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, and it is Jesse. Okay. And the reason why is because Jesse was so fucking scared. Yeah. Of what was going on, that he screamed so much and so loud that Freddy got annoyed. Yeah. And was like, why are you screaming? I haven't even stabbed you yet. Yeah. Like, he got angry. Yeah. And then he, like, and then he, like, does something to his throat, and he's like, you got about ten minutes. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, he just, like, you just set yourself up. You should have never screamed. Like, you really pissed him off. Yeah. But we've already given our reviews on the remake and whatnot, and we already know that it's a little bit scarier. It's obviously an homage to the first one. Yeah. Because in my opinion, the first one is crazy. It's scary. I mean, it got me when I was about 14. And They tr- definitely tried to gritty it up. That And a-, a lot of the remakes of that time, especially the series that had gotten cornier, wanted to reel it in and yeah. make it more gritty and brutal. And but scary. I would say it's in a line now, like the original, you can't beat it. Yes. And then the second one, I would have to say the sec- the second 
not Nightmare on Elm Street, but the second one for myself that I put above everything is New Nightmare. Yeah, that's a good one too. And that's the thing about the OG ones, though, that people forget. Well, that's people the very look last at, one. Well, yeah, but I, I'm talking about the first one. That's still a scary movie. Yeah. People want to think it's old and like the effects or whatever, but if you turn the lights off at like, you know, a Saturday night at like 12 a.m. and it's dark and shit, and you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, you might jump or something. Yeah, it's freaky. It's a creepy movie. Some of those old ones, you'll get scares from it. It got funnier as time went on. All right, Daniel, number four. My number four happens to be. Because my number five is yours. Okay. My number four. Is Mark from Dream Child in the comic book? Oh no! Because my oh, my boy Mark got fucked up. He did. Uh, as a comic fan, as a superhero fan, this was a fun one, especially because this one got comical and entertaining too. When Mark became like a superhero when he was in the comic land and started heroic music playing, and he's fucking Freddy. And Freddy just, but then Freddy turns him into an actual shout out fucking comic character and then just starts clipping at the motherfucker and it's just it's great cinematography it's great it's very it's shot very well it could it could have been too corny and it's almost on the verge of that anyway but it's like a perfect it's just a fun little visual thing for this movie it makes the movie fun so i love that one um my fourth would my fourth would actually have to be I believe it's in number four with the kid in the waterbed. Oh, yeah. So this boy, he's, he's just trying to have a good time in his waterbed. He's, he's just trying to jack off, watch some porn, see some kitties, exactly. get his yiggity. Hang on. And all of a sudden, he sees what every boy would consider the like, best thing of his life. Because he looks down at his bed and he sees that the girl is naked inside of his bed. <laughs> so he's having fun. Like this is actually one of Freddy's kills where Freddy actually lets the person enjoy himself for a second. Yeah, that was but, sweet of him. <laughs> but then he got pulled into the fucking bed and got drowned and got drowned alive. But yeah. it was it was funny to me because it was one of the first ones where I saw Freddy let the character have fun first yeah. before he killed him. Yeah. So, all right, number three. All right, my number three happens to be. I got, I got Glenn. I got Johnny Depp from the OG. Uh, to me, this is a fun role in his career that he can say he did this and he was in the first Nightmare, and it's an iconic and death. And it's his first movie ever. Yeah, and it's just fucking awesome. And he, the way he says goodbye in the window and everything, and then the way the he lays blood. Down, the blood just kind of spray. And it's one of those things to where they don't show you what actually happens to him, and that's what they makes don't it scary. Yeah, it, what you think of is way worse. And it's Once just, his mother opens that door and you see that lava, Yeah. it's like, oh, it's like he he must have got fucked because he got sucked into that bed and he's screaming and he's fighting and there's nothing it's a simple quick but it's just so effective and it's so scary and it's just out of nowhere and he was a main character you were rooting for and he, now he's gone and it's just it's one of those just quick I, I loved it I, I love everything about that one I think that's what makes that movie in particular iconic yeah and that was going to be my number three but I switched it and I decided to go with the gym teacher from the second one. That's a great one, yeah. 
he's an asshole. He really yeah, is. he was a piece. He's a it, it's a satisfying piece. one, yeah. So this is, and for somebody like myself and like Daniel, we've had a hard gym teachers and hard, and Daniel's had hard coaches. Yeah. And shit. So we've been those people that get yelled at and like, come on, I'm going to move it. So it was so satisfying to me to watch a gym teacher get the shit in that. Yeah. Because this gym teacher literally got whipped with fucking towels and then had this skin boiled off of him in the fucking showers. And he has got whipped with the belt, I believe. Yeah. Um... And I just, I thought that was really cool because that was. was our first introduction to Freddie actually controlling an environment and not a person. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that one was pretty, I mean, I would say it was pretty iconic because like I said, it's the first time that he moved things and he could do other things besides just in their drinks. Yeah, absolutely. That is a great one. All right, my number two is, this is a controversial one because it's from the remake, but I thought it was a good one, especially at the end. And I think the remake did a lot of things from the original that wasn't as good, and the practical effects were better. But this is one that undeniably you needed CGI, way better than throwing, like uh, having the blow-up doll go through the door. You know, so fucking the... The blades, he comes through the glass of the mirror. She's, Nancy's looking at her. She's like, what, honey? And fucking his claws basically come through her fucking, uh, you know, her face, her skull. And it protrudes through her eyes. And it just, the, the, the claws, the fingers, Freddie's fingers through her face just looked so brutal. And the blood's And now I don't have a second one. The so mad. And then he grabs her and she flies through the glass. And it's just way better done ending than the first one. And. I don't know. I just and the first ending, a lot of people don't know, but the first ending was never supposed to be like that because Craven always wanted Kruger to be one and done film. Yeah. He didn't want a franchise. Yeah. He wanted a one and done. So when they brought up the fact of the mother getting pulled through the window, he didn't like it at first. Yeah. And once he saw it and everything, he liked it. So since Daniel stole the remake one, I will go with the original one. Because okay. that is a very hard practical effect to pull off. Yeah. I mean, did they pull it off well? Yes, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Now in 2023, it's hokey. And you can tell it's like some sort of Barbie doll. Yeah. But back then, it was crazy. Yeah. So, all right, we are officially at our number one. All right, drum roll number one. My number one pick is Tina from the OG, the first ever Freddy kill. The silhouette, the shadow from the the street is iconic. And that's another thing of, like, when I first saw a shadow when I'm walking as a kid. And, and, you know, I've seen my shadow before. But fucking just you saying, just as a kid, and you're like, oh, Freddy's going to get you. (laughs) Like, it's like. uh, Like, I didn't let Daniel watch Nightmare on Elm Street until I was, like, 18. No. And he was almost 10. Yeah, you and me watch it younger than that. You're capping. No, no, no. No, I wish I knew about Freddie at least. I knew, knew a lot of shit. About him. And I was but I let, out. I made you wait. I think you're thinking of Freddie versus Jason. That, I let you watch maybe, that right maybe, away. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were obsessed with Jason. Yeah. But and I figured it'd be all right. This was just an iconic one because her boyfriend Rod just screaming and then the friends, Johnny Depp and them, coming in to the pool of blood. 
and, and Rod, like, it looking like, what the fuck's going on? Her getting thrown around the room. Everything about it is just perfect. And it's the best first kill, and it's the best, like, encapsulation of this franchise and everything in its glory. So I think it's Freddy at its, as his best. And uh, it's creepy. It's scary. There's nothing funny about it. Uh, it's the perfect way to cap off my list. I've had funny ones. I've had just straight scary ones. And to me, this is just a straight scary horror. This sets you in on what you're going to get into with this franchise. So. All right, so my number one yeah. is going to be Nancy Thompson when she comes back in Dream Warriors, the third one. When they killed when off the OG. Dr. Nancy. Yeah. Because she should have been dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they were fighting. Freddie got her really good. She should have been dead. Mm-hmm. But that, she saved. Every little bit of fucking energy so she could just trick them one more time. And as soon as she did, she was able to get them to go away and go back to where he came from. She, unfortunately, still kicked the bucket. But I find that kill very interesting, and I love that kill because, to me, there's nothing like a legacy character going out. That's just the way I feel. If it's a legacy character and it's a good legacy character, then I'm going to feel something when you die. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt really bad for her, especially because she was going in and out of the dream world while she was, like, kind of, like, unconscious but not unconscious. And it was just, it was a really good, like, it was just a really good scene because Freddie finally got what he wanted. Yeah. She was the one that got away. And also, I give her kudos for even taking that fucking job. Because who the fuck goes to fucking therapy and gets all this fucking work done and then becomes a fucking therapist of what they're afraid of? Like, that was some that was some hot shit. Like, she came back in as a fucking therapist and was like, oh my God, Seriously. Like, she went out and fucking used her victim victimness and turned it into a positive. And I love it when they do that. Yeah. Me too. So. I think that's a perfect one, too. It's, and it's sad seeing an OG go out like that. It so. is. It's always sad to see a legacy character get killed. It's just like... Uh, that whole, like, standoff with him and her in front of him and yeah. her being like, you're not going to get away this time. And he's like, no, you're not. So, like, it was just intense. It was done well. Because that movie was also very campy. It was very corny. Yes. But I don't think that that scene was. I think that was probably the scary, one of the scariest of the movie. It was done super well. But uh, with all that being said, that's our list. Yep. We will be back next week with the top ten favorite positive relationships in horror. And also our top ten, it's going to be a double header, so it's going to be a long one next week. Grab your popcorn, grab your beer, and, uh, you know, grab something to piss in. Because we're also, we're also going to be doing the top ten toxic relationships in the horror. <coughs> yeah. Maybe between a killer and anything. It can be friendships, it can be couples, it can be, be father-son, anything. Any type of relationship on either sides of the board. But the one the list has to the only criteria is it has to be in some positive fashion or like in a, like the people like each other. It's not an abusive thing or anything fucked up. 
And then obviously the toxic one, any all bets are off. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be a fun list. And why don't you give everybody a big hootie hoo, Mindy? Hootie hoo! And we'll see everybody next time. I guess.